This month's podcasts are sponsored by Aubergine Legal. Do you sometimes worry that your business isn't meeting all its legal compliance requirements and wonder if you're ticking all the legal boxes? Are you losing sleep worrying about a piece of legislation that you may or may not be complying with? Perhaps you need some help with your client contracts or your data protection compliance, or maybe you're worried that your website doesn't have the right documents or legal notices in the right place. Perhaps you have a brand that you want to protect with a trademark. How about if you could outsource it all and eliminate all of your worries? If so, then get in touch with Aubergine Legal, a friendly commercial legal consultancy offering practical and clear commercial legal advice without the overwhelming legal jargon, taking the worry away and helping you to protect your business and minimise your risks. Aubergine offers a free 30-minute consultation if you have any questions or want to find out if they can help. And you can access this link and book your free 30-minute call via the link in the show notes. Welcome to the Bring Your Product Ideas to Life podcast. Practical advice and inspiration to help you create and sell your own physical products. Here's your host, Vicky Weinberg. Hi, thank you so much for listening. I am recording this um, a few weeks in advance as I'm trying to sort of make sure I'm ahead of myself. Um, So it's early May now. It's actually a Saturday. um, So you might hear lawnmowers and children playing in gardens and other stuff like that while I'm recording. I try and keep it as quiet as possible. But right now that's pretty hard. I'm having to sort of grab any moment I can take to um, come and talk to you and and record it for this. Um, So thank you for being here. Um, I'm going to get straight into today's topic. So when I speak to people who are looking at creating a product, a question that comes up a lot is how much money do I need? And also sometimes where do I find that money in the first place? Um, It's a really common question and it's a concern and I can completely get it because yes, you do need some kind of investment to launch a physical product. Um, Now, I can't sadly give you a short give you an exact figure otherwise this would be a very short podcast um and it might be a very small amount and it might be a large amount um and the reason I can't give you the exact figure is there are so many variables so you know it depends on the kind of product you're looking for you know your exact specification where you're looking to source it from um how many products you need type of packaging there are just so many variables so I cannot give you an exact figure um what what you know well I'd love to be able to but what I can do today is talk to you about what costs you can expect and how to find them out so at least you don't end up with any nasty surprises and you have a really good idea of what you're looking at up front and hopefully I'm going to talk about some things here that you've already thought about in terms of the cost you need to prepare for and I may also talk about some things you hadn't considered and that will be really useful too because when you are working out whether your product's viable and whether it can be profitable having all of the information up front is going to be really useful. Um, Just remember, you've heard me say this lots of times before, but I still believe that it's a bit less scary spending this money that we're talking about today if you know you've got a product that will sell well. So if you have absolutely no idea, it's quite a big gamble. And I've talked about this a lot in previous episodes, but validating your product idea is something I think you should absolutely do, perhaps even before you get to the, well, definitely before you get to the stage of working out what your product is and how much it's going to cost you to produce it and ship it and store it and market it and all of those things. So episode 10 with Abby Turnis is a great one to listen to if you haven't already. 
There's also a really informative blog post if you prefer to read it. I'll link to both of them in the show notes. Um, And actually, speaking of show notes, a few people have said to me, where are the show notes? Depending where you're, what platform you're listening on, if you have a look for something that says details or more information, you should see a whole load of text that goes with this episode where I give you a bit more information about what, I, what I'm talking about. And right at the bottom, there are some useful links and anything that I tell you will be linked from this episode will, will be linked there and you can get directly there. You can also go to vickyweinberg.com forward slash podcast and um, all the show notes for every episode in one place are there too. Okay, so let's move on to the part you've perhaps been waiting for. So I'm going to talk to you about the cost you need to consider when you're thinking about creating a product and how to find out what they'll be. Okay, so I'm going to start with the obvious one, which is production. And this will most likely be your biggest cost, because whether your product is bespoke, whether it's a variation on something that already exists, um, like my bamboo muslin, for example, there will be a cost involved in producing it. And there may also be a cost involved in designing it as well. So my muslins were a variation on an existing product, but I did have to pay a designer for the patterns, you know, the designs that go onto them. Um, And depending what your product is, it may need some degree of of design work. Um, It may be something completely new and original where you're going to need prototypes, building and that kind of thing. So the cost here will vary greatly. And it will also vary depending on, you know, the materials you use, the complexity involved, the country it's made in, how many you order. And as I say, if it's something completely new and groundbreaking, you might have development and prototype costs as well. So this is definitely going to be your biggest cost. Um, It's a lot to consider. And the best way to find out the cost is once you have a specification, which we'll talk about in future episodes, once you have a specification, you know exactly what your product is, you need to start reaching out to suppliers and asking for quotes. You can get an idea of what products might cost by looking on sourcing sites and other websites, but often the figure you see is for their off-the-shelf product, the minimum orders might be quite high, and that won't actually reflect what you'll pay. By all means, look, it might give you an idea, but the best way to get an accurate figure is to contact suppliers and ask them. And um, again, coming back to the specification, you, 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 it's going you to be as clear as you can on what your product is, you know, what's kind of in what the exact specification is. So, so as an example, um, let's use my bamboo muslin. So if I had gone and said, I'd like a quote for bamboo muslins, but I hadn't known how thick I wanted them to be, so how many layers of muslin I wanted, if I hadn't known the exact size that I wanted my own designs printing, the number of colours involved in the printing, that I wanted them packaged in a box, all those things impact the cost greatly. So if I had been looking for cloths that were smaller, or if I'd wanted less colours in the designs, or I'd wanted different packaging, that would have really impacted the cost see I'm a big believer of going and getting a quote for the exact product that you want as close as you can so rather than saying oh can you quote me for bamboo and quote me for cotton can you quote me for packaging in a bag and packaging in a box obviously there might be one or two things where you're like actually that it's not such a big deal let's let's find out but hopefully if you've done your validation and you've done your market research you'll know exactly what product you're looking for and I think you need to wait until you're at that stage before you actually go out and contact suppliers and get quotes because you're actually getting an accurate price for the product that you're looking to produce. 
We'll definitely talk about how to create a great product specification in another episode and how to find great suppliers. So don't, you know, don't worry too much about that now. I've spoken before about whether to source your products abroad or whether to source in your own country. I've got a detailed blog post on that, which will be linked up in the show notes. And a final thing to remember is even if the product you're looking to create is something you're planning to make yourself or, you know, perhaps you've got a friend or family member who's going to be making them for you and you think, well, actually, there won't be any costs. You'll still need to factor in the cost of materials and the cost of the time taken. So don't forget about those. Okay, the next cost to think about is product samples. So I believe that even if you're sourcing a fairly simple product, you should definitely get some samples from at least two or three suppliers. Say two or three suppliers is a good number. So I'm talking about you are contacting suppliers suppliers you're making a short list you've got maybe two or three where you think actually yeah these are people I could work with they sound like they can produce the products I want this is a stage where I believe you need to be ordering samples just so you get a feel for the quality whether they've understood the brief that you've got and um you know this isn't free um the costs again really vary So some suppliers would just charge you the shipping cost, but some will charge you for producing the sample as well. So the more work they need to do on your products will really affect the price of the sample. So for example, some suppliers will send you stock samples and they're generally a lot cheaper. Um, I believe that actually you want to get a sample of your exact product for two reasons. One, because as I said, you then get an idea of whether they've make your brief um it's a really good way of assessing the what you know what a customer will see the actual final product the second reason is if you have a decent sample you'll be able to use that for your product photography while your final products are being developed and that will save you a bit of time down the road as well so do factor this cost in i mean this isn't going to be a huge cost um i would say it's going to be a few hundred pounds at most for most products not all but it is definitely something to think about okay so the third cost to consider is packaging so packaging costs really range depending on what kind of packaging you'd like and how much you'd like to customize it so for example a plain brown box costs less than a printed box and um, by printing you know you might have a plain brown box with one or two colors printed on it or you might have a full color box um and that's the case for any kind of packaging that you have you definitely can save some money in this area but I would urge you not to do that at the expense of the overall quality of your product if your product is is a premium product I would suggest that your packaging needs to look premium too and by the way premium doesn't necessarily mean more premium doesn't necessarily mean you know really expensive but just you know I would put some thought into example so if I was selling a premium product um which I do actually I wouldn't just send them in a plain box I'd think about you know the overall customer experience and how the customer would want to receive the product and kind of think about the packaging and the product as a whole um for some products I think the packaging does matter a bit less but do remember you will need packaging of some kind so I have heard people say things before like well I'm selling pencil cases I don't need packaging but they do still need something to protect them during shipping to wherever they're being stored they need to protected while they're in storage and then during shipment to your customer so in that case perhaps just like a plain 
plastic bag is, is all that's needed, perhaps, or and a, and a little tag. But you do need some kind of packaging to protect your product. As I say, that varies depending on what the product is, but you will need something and there will be a cost for that. Um, another little thing to mention is you might find that the minimum order quantity is higher for your packaging than it is for your actual products. So be sure to ask and check this. It might mean, as an example, you're ordering 300 products, but they say actually you have to order 500 of the packages. And of course, they would keep those extra 200 over for your next order. But it is a cost, you know, you would be expected to pay for those, all of those 500 when you place that first order. So that, you know, little things like this are just worth keeping it in mind because, um, you know, it is going to add up and I just want to make sure that you're factoring all of this in. And then the next thing to think about is any extras. So manufacturers might want to add extra costs for things like plate fees for printing. So if you're printing your own designs, whether that's, you know, printed on fabric or paper, this is usually a one-off fee. You sometimes get charged this when they produce a sample for you. Sometimes this gets reimbursed if you place an order sometimes it doesn't and um, these are all things to speak to suppliers about you might get charged extra for washing labels if applicable you might get charged extra for labeling products so for example you might want your barcode applied as a sticker or you might want um, a barcode for a specific marketplace you're selling on for example I sell on Amazon so I have Amazon barcodes that my supplier puts on every box for me um, it's not a big cost but you know it's worth it's worth knowing these things and there are a whole host of other sort of little things that um that can start to add up so so to be sure you know what these costs are up front it's just good to think you know the exact specification of your product as i've said before and ask about these things because what you don't want is any nasty surprises you know you've worked out all your finances you're ready to place the order and then the supplier says oh but if you want washing labels it's an extra 25 per product or oh you want this or we're going to charge you that you know it's make sure you ask up front so when you're getting quotes you're getting absolutely everything included and as I mentioned earlier do remember to consider any other costs involved in the creation of your product so I mentioned before paying a designer to, to, for your sort of designs for your product um, but you might also be looking at paying someone to work on your branding, your logo, your label, your packaging. So just keep those costs in mind as well. Okay, so the next cost to think about is shipping. So let's assume, you know, we've got to the stage where your product is is produced, you know, you've got all those production costs covered. We now need to think about getting your product from wherever it's being um, made to wherever it's going to be stored. So whether you're shipping domestically within your own country or internationally, unless you can actually go and collect the products yourself, you will be paying for some kind of shipping. And obviously how far the product's traveling will impact that. So the method you choose and the shipping terms you choose all impact the cost. So if you're shipping within your own country, let's just assume this is probably not a huge cost and it's something you should hopefully be able to figure out um, using delivery company websites and that kind of thing and um, the cost hopefully won't be so much if you're shipping internationally however it's a different matter um, and depending on the quantity that you're that you're sending and how quick you need it to arrive all these things really impact the cost so I'm going to touch on this quite just briefly because it's quite a big topic, but there are different ways you can ship your products. The most common are air, rail and sea. 
So air is generally the quickest and sometimes the most expensive, while sea freight is generally the slowest and cheapest. However, if you're only sending a few small boxes, there might be little or no difference between using air or sea to send your products. Um, I tend to send my products using rail because I think it's a happy medium, but I've tried all of the shipping methods and I can tell you that, yeah, the costs really vary depending on the size of your shipment. And sometimes one is much cheaper than the other. Sometimes there's not much difference. And the best, you know, advice I could give you is to ask for a few quotes so you can compare. So right now I have a shipping company that I'm really happy with, uh, that I've been using for a while, but prior to that, whenever I was sending a shipment, I would always ask my supplier to get me at least one shipping quote, and then I would contact a few shipping companies as well. I would get multiple quotes and compare. Um, Another thing to make sure is whoever you send your goods with, make sure that you've got insurance as well. So that if something happens during transit, you're covered. So that's that's usually included within the quote, but do check. And that's something else, obviously else to consider. Um, and I'm not going to touch on this in great detail, um, but there's something called INCO terms or international commerce terms, which refer to the agreement you make when you buy goods internationally. So these are the terms which set out which fees you pay and which fees are paid by the supplier when you are shipping internationally. I'm going to link to a blog post in the show notes that talks about this in a bit more detail because it is a bit of a of a tricky subject. Certainly, it's not something I want you to worry about. Um, a good shipping company will be able to you know help advise you on this. Um, which one you choose, honestly, doesn't make a doesn't usually. I can't say always doesn't usually make a massive difference. But it's just you know one of these things that I'd like you to be aware of and sort of take into account when you're when you're looking to arrange your shipping. And finally, if you are importing your products, there will be fees involved as well. So you will need to pay duties and taxes on any goods you import from another country into your own country, how much varies on the product, where it's been manufactured and the country you're imported into. So the country you live in or the country you're storing your products in and the country that the goods were produced in. you can work this out for yourself online, but you'll have there'll be a government website for the country that you're based in that will help you work this out. But I'll be honest, it's really complicated, and I actually suggest asking your the shipping company you choose to work with for help here. Um, you can also ask them to pay these for you when you get to customs, and then charge you for that either in advance or retrospectively. Um, to save you having to do this yourself, it shouldn't make much of a difference to the actual cost. Um, but you ne- you will need to know this cost because e- so even if you know how much your product costs to create and you know how much it costs to ship, if you are not prepared to pay um, any taxes for it coming into the country, assuming you're sourcing it abroad, then um, you're going to get a surprise at the end, which I definitely don't want. Um, so if you add all of these up, that is the total cost to get your product created and to your doorstep or to a warehouse or wherever you're sending it. And if you divide that, number by the total number of products you're ordering you'll have a cost price per item however i don't want to stop just yet because we i do want you to remember that to work out if your product will be profitable you also need to consider a few other things um which i'll give you a really quick run through of now so these are the things so we've got the cost now for sort of producing and 
so producing your product and getting it sent wherever it needs to go but I don't want you to think you know that's where it all ends don't you will need to think about marketplace fees so this is so wherever you intend to sell your products um, most platforms charge either a flat fee a commission or both so if you know where you want to sell your products and I'm sure you've got a bit of an idea you do need to you know look into what the costs are going to be and um you know, these really vary. So some marketplaces such as Amazon where you where they can store and ship your products for you. Obviously, there's um, a cost for this or you can just sell on the platform and store and ship your products yourself. And that's slightly cheaper. But, you know, you, you definitely need to look into this. Even if you use your own website, you'll still have to pay a hosting fee, possibly a transactional fee for each payment, depending on how you take payments. So, you know, things to consider. Um, storage is another cost so unless you're going to be storing your products yourself in your home or your garage or your shed or wherever you know you'll need to pay for this um, fulfillment is something else so whether you have a fulfillment provider whether you're going to the post office a few times a week whether you're going to have a courier come and pick things up from your house um, you need to work out what the cost will be to get your product to your customers and again this is going to vary depending on the size of your product and how quickly you need to get it to people and of, and where you're sending it um, obviously shipping internationally costs a lot more shipping huge boxes costs a lot more if it's something that fits in an envelope that's a bit cheaper so you do need to work out what your shipping costs will be whether you're doing this yourself or paying someone else to do it for you um you also need to think about marketing so initially at least you might want to invest in some marketing you might want to do some giveaways which you need to factor in you might want to do some promotional discounts you know to get your first couple of sales um yeah factor this in um, photography so you might want to have your products professionally photographed and um, you can however do it yourself I'll actually link in the show notes to a blog post my most recent product photos I actually did myself um I'm not going to say they're like the, the best photos but I took them myself on my iPhone I edited them in Canva and they look good they were proved to be used on the marketplace I wanted to use them on and they look pretty good so you definitely can do it yourself and I'll link to that blog post but if you do want to pay someone to do that professionally that will be a cost and then finally you need to think about you know any other support you might need so things like writing product descriptions something I can help you with um setting up listings on marketplaces which I can also help you with um and of course you can again you can do all of these things yourself but if you know there's something where you're like actually this fills me with dread this is not my area of expertise and you think it might make your life easier and produce a better result if you pay someone to help you with it then just you know factor that in now and there are plenty of people out there that can help so I know that is a lot um I know there's a lot to think about and, and a lot to do you know we've kind of gone through the process of creating your product a bit here as, as well um albeit in some quite big steps um and remember I'm here to help should you need it so I know I've just given you a lot of information there about all of the different factors involved in creating a product and you know it might seem a bit overwhelming um that certainly isn't my intention um as I've said many times before I absolutely believe you can do this it's definitely doable um and those steps weren't meant to phase you I just really want to give how you know how much will it cost is a question I get asked a lot and I really just wanted to give you a really considered detailed answer so you have all the all of the facts um 
but if having listened to that you're going actually that is a lot um two things that might help you the first is I have a free checklist which is available on my website that talks you through all the stages of creating a product you might find that useful um just to download and look at um that gives you the you know the full okay I've got an idea right through to your product is on the shelf or the virtual shelf just having that there perhaps will be of use to you even if it's just to have the whole thing laid out in front of you um, I am also opening the doors for my online course shortly. So my course is called Launch It and it takes you through the entire process of sort of creating your products and getting it ready to launch. So it goes through absolutely everything in much more detail than I've talked about today, including how to specify your products, how and where to find a supplier. We talk about shipping and the shipping terms and, and all of the all of the elements in a lot more detail. And obviously there are lots of tasks for you to go away and do as well. So that is kind of like um me holding your hand through the through the whole thing. Um so if you're interested in in that, there'll be a link to that in the show notes, or you can send me an email, vicky at tinychipmunk.com and let me know you want to go on the wait list when that opens. The final thing I just want to talk to t- about today is what you're going to charge for your product. So now you know what your product will cost to produce, or you know, if you don't know now, you know, at some point you're going to go through the process and work out all the costs and let's assume you've done your validation I really hope you've done your validation and you know people will buy it so to work out if it will be profitable for you you obviously need to work out what you will sell it for and I suggest putting a price on it so working out what you'll sell it before before working out the costs which is why I wanted to mention it on this podcast um so you don't actually need to know all the costs before you think about what your selling price will be so why that might sound backwards or intuitive I believe that if you know your ideal selling price before you get the quote for actually producing your product you can actually be a bit more objective so what I mean is here is I don't want you to work out all the cost and say okay this product is going to cost me £10 to produce let's say so I need to sell it for let's just say £20 just to say I'm going to sell it for £20 because it's going to cost me £10 to produce um but actually everyone else is selling it for £11 say um and you're you know you're not going to make any sales because you're just priced too high but you've priced it high because that's how much it's going to cost you to produce it um I don't know if you see what I mean here but I just feel like that doesn't quite work so what it means is if you know you're going to sell your product for let's say you worked out that your product is going to sell for £20 and you work out all the costs and when you add everything up it's just not profitable you can either do one of two things you can tweak things so you can say okay so as it stands this product won't be profitable but what would happen if I changed the packaging what would happen if I shipped it um, a different way so it took longer to get here but it cost me less money what would happen if I you know rather than putting four in a pack I put three in a pack how would that impact the price you know there are lots of different things you can look at to kind of see if you can make it stack up or you could just put the idea aside to now or you could just say do you know what right now for the quantity I need to produce I just can't and you know the way the market is what the kind of money these products are selling for actually this isn't going to be profitable and you can put the idea aside and perhaps move on to something else before actually spending any money so so the main thing here is I just don't want you to be spending any money on something that you know potentially you won't you won't see your money back 
And I just mentioned this here because I think it really makes sense for you to work out what you want to sell your product for before working out all of the costs. Hence, you know, mention it on this episode. As I say, it might seem a bit back to front to you. Um, but hopefully it makes some kind of sense and you can see where I'm coming from. Okay, so thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Um, what I would love to know is what other things concern you about launching a product? Um, let me know. Send me an email. It's Vicky, V-I-C-K-I, at tinychipmunk.com. Um, let me know, you know, what other things are stopping you from getting started? Or perhaps you have got started and there's something that's, you know, it's a bit of a sticking point or something you don't know that's holding you back. Let me know and I will perhaps be able to cover this in a future episode. So thanks for listening today. As always, please do share this episode. Um, please subscribe if you haven't already and do leave me a review i would so appreciate that well thank you so much Uh, take care bye if you've been inspired to start a podcast in 2024 i really recommend my podcast host captivate captivate were my top pick when i started podcasting four years ago because of how easy it was for a complete novice like me to get started I've stuck with them for the last four years because Captivate is still really simple to use. They keep adding great new features like the ability to share ads like these and they've just been really reliable. So when you're ready to start your own podcast, you can use the link in the show notes and get a free seven day trial with Captivate.